I'm sorry, but I just found the most worst thing I've ever seen in my life. What? A page called My Recipes it is a slushy, but it is. Uh, I just need to describe this to you. It is. It is. It is a martini glass instead of the salt. It's honey. It's mustard and ketchup, and and it has a. They basically like. It's like a. It's a slushy made of hot dogs and beer. Surely this is an April Fool. But they actually made it. I, I, that makes me want to vomit. We how do we recover from that? I'm not going to keep that in the episode, so it doesn't really matter. But I have no idea. I, there is absolutely no way I'm keeping that in the episode. <laughs> Welcome to Imagine Me and Utena, a Revolutionary Girl Utena podcast. I'm Panda. I'm your host, and I'm here with my co-host Josh. We are watching one of the musicals, and we are drinking. How are you doing, Josh? I'm doing all right. What are you drinking today? The same thing I had the first time we tried this. It is Wicked. It's red Wicked strawberries and it's or kiwis. They fuse them with science to create deliciousness. I am not drinking the same thing as the first time that we attempted to record this a couple of days ago when we had technical difficulties. I had some fireball earlier, so right now I have a cup of water next to me to make sure I stay hydrated, because when you're drinking alcohol, staying hydrated is important. That is a good plan. That's your lesson for today, folks. Today, as I mentioned, we are talking about Comedy musicale Utena La Filette Revolutionnaire, which is one of the musicals, live action stage musicals that Utena has been adapted into. And more than one? Yeah, there are several actually. I, when I was looking this up, I found on the Wikipedia page that there have been like three or four musicals. I'm not going to go look and check, but yeah, there have been more than one, definitely. This one we just happened to find subtitled in English on YouTube, which was pretty great for us. Josh found yeah, this. Yeah, existed. So I was like, I wonder if it's on YouTube because everything is on YouTube. And it was. It was on YouTube. That was where it was. I'm very excited to watch this. Uh, as we mentioned, we tried to record this episode before, and that did not work out. So here we are again, and I'm going to rush to get this edited so that it can be up for the anniversary, which is April 2nd, the 20th anniversary of Revolutionary Girl Utena airing on television. I'm very excited about this. I'm very excited about the fact that we get to celebrate this anniversary while we are doing our podcast because I did not anticipate it when we began and then I just sort of found out and I was like holy shit we have to celebrate so here we are doing that celebrating that's the thing we're doing yes before we get started I'm going to give an update uh, if you follow us on Twitter or you pay attention to the Twitter account, you may have noticed that recently I have been watching a Let's Play of the Sega Saturn game. I mentioned this in the episode that goes out on the 1st, but I have continued watching some of this game and I am now three-fourths of the way through it and it is great. It is very much like some sort of Utena fan fiction that was mysteriously made canon for some reason. I really like it. I like the version exclusive characters that are exclusive to the game 
and do not exist in the anime, even if they're a little corny. And I just like the game in general. So if you like Revolutionary Girl Utena, I highly recommend looking up the game. I don't remember what it is called, but I'm sure if you look up Revolutionary Girl Utena Sega Saturn, you will be able to find it. Josh has just recently, before this recording, been looking through the Twitter account and looking at my commentary. It's pretty magical. I've enjoyed it a lot. And if you enjoyed my commentary, you will probably also enjoy the game because it's good, silly fun. But today we're talking about the musical, which I've only seen a couple of minutes of by now because we had to stop the recording short when we tried to do this before because of technical difficulties. But hopefully no technical difficulties today. Yep, hopefully. You ready to start? Indeed I am. We get a picture on the screen which has Japanese writing, and since this is a subtitled version of the musical, someone has helpfully translated that for us, and it says, After losing both her parents, a young girl was in deep, deep sorrow. Before the girl, a prince wrapped in the scent of white roses appeared. The prince gave the girl a sense of encouragement. If she went on to live with strength and nobility, they would meet once again. Also, he bestowed to her a rose signet ring. That was more than seven years ago. As promised, he gave the girl a letter with the scent of the white rose. This year I will meet you, the letter read. And now we see Utena transferring to Otori Academy, and she whipped off a bathrobe and is in her prince outfit. Josh, tell us about the music in this song, because you can hear it, but I have to have mine muted so that it doesn't get in the recording. There's, there's really no other way to describe this, but, like, a cross between rockabilly and, like, what you imagine in your head when you think about 80s, um, and it's pretty okay. This is Utena's I Want song, it appears, if you're familiar with musical terminology. She's talking about wanting to be a prince rather than a princess to be saved and about roses and the one of the craziest thing is that they were actually able to make the big like arm poofs on the otori uniforms like make sense yes we talked about that in the previous recording but this is our first addressing of that the arm poofs on the otori academy girls uniforms don't look as ridiculous as they normally do in the anime. Somehow they've managed to make it look like something that a person would actually wear, even if only in a stage musical. Her mind is made up, but is that really such a good idea? Mirroring the intro to the anime. To which she just replies, works to me as someone off screen is playing a sick guitar solo. Those appear to be student council members that are dancing on the stage right now. Would I be correct in saying that? Or do you think they're just male students? It's hard to tell. I think, you know, I, I can't really tell. But whatever they are, they are, they are they were ballet basketballing. And now we have Wakaba. Wakaba has shown up and she's singing about Utena being a prince meant to protect only her. Which is great. Because I love Wakaba, and I love Utena, and I love them together, because everything is great and wonderful. So far, of all the um, of the various adaptations of characters I've seen, Wak- Wakaba's the best. Just, I'm looking at her just like, yeah, it's about perfect. Yeah, I really do get the sense that this Wakaba embodies the energy and the excitement and the adoration of Wakaba, especially in regards to her feelings towards Utena. 
I like. I love how she sort of like um, all the rest of them off, but Wakaba gets to hang on her as much as she wants, which is you know pretty accurate. One hundred percent. Utena wants to be a strong noble prince. A prince, you say? Uh, also, you can't hear, but someone in the background like like yelling really, really excitedly, and I don't think they're yelling words. I think they're just yelling. I relate to that person. Background. Toga Kiryu called an urgent meeting for all of the student council members. They were chosen by the end of the world to compete for the Rose Bride as duelists. And this is where we meet Toga because the student council is in session. Music as the elevator senior. Oh, that's great. Toga is Mm. played by a woman, which is great and good and a good decision. I think all of them are played by women, honestly, but it's hard to tell because this video is pretty blurry. But... This Toga is doing the elevator monologue about the chick and the egg and dying without being born, etc., etc., etc. The world is our egg. If our world shell is not broken, we will die without truly being born. You know, we hear this in the anime fucking every episode. I about to say every single time. I love that they included it in the whole in the musical. This is actually really good music. Um... They change it in sort of a, like, not march, but sort of, like, very determined sounding. We get to see Amphi for the first time. That's great. She's very cute. Uh, I think they're all girls, because Sanji is too. Here's Mickey. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're all girls. And it's really sort of astounding how, like, well they were able to adapt Toga and Seonji's hair and even Jury's hair into these wigs for these characters. I'm assuming they're wigs for the most part. I think most of these are and even anthe too like her hair definitely looks like it does in the anime the the hair on anthe is perfect actually like that that was that's a good job they're singing about the power to revolutionize the world and anthe is with seonji and that's gross i like that right now anthe's sort of like in the center and everybody was sort of dancing around her they're now they're now they're getting into their their Pissing match over who gets to be the role, who gets to have the rope ride. Yeah, the student council is nothing if they don't have infighting, and they're talking about the possibility of Seonji losing the rose bride, and the student council is subject to the will of the end of the world. the The actor for um Seonji, actress for Seonji, actually delivers like her lines just like Seonji in the anime. I'm really notes. glad to hear that because Seonji has such a particular, well, lots of these characters have such a particular way of speaking. Like Seonji like always kind of talks as if he's trying to be in a samurai movie. That's a good, yeah, that's a I, good comparison. It, I think it's actually like, I think they do that very much on purpose. I just feel like a 16 year old, he thinks he's cool. Seonji definitely thinks that he's cool. Student Council is singing about having been chosen by the Rose Seal. They gather in accordance with letters from the end of the world. My favorite the anime, but I'm really liking the actress for um for Jury, actually. Yeah, I like all of them. They're all cute. I think that they all really sort of embody the physicality of each of these characters for the revolution it's of all, the world. Like, really good. Very menacing. Yeah, I love this dance that they're doing. Some ballet is in the background. Ballet in the background. Oh, that's nice. They're all in the same place. Utena's close friend Wakaba sent a love letter to Seonji, a student council member. But all the trouble began when someone posted it up for all to see. 
Wakaba, her close friend, was in tears and heartbroken. How dare they break her heart? Uzuna sent a challenge to Seonji in the dueling arena forest. Duel with me today, she says. And Seonji is like, alright. I like how she goes, like, gets serious all of a sudden. I really like the actress playing Seonji's facial expressions. I feel like she really yeah. captures the essence of the character. I mean, you can hear this because, like, they, they're they doing the same song they always do. Are they doing Absolute Destiny Apocalypse? It sounds exactly like it does in the anime, so they might be even be a tape. But it began like the same thing ever. You sort of broke up Just there like, for a this, second. Like, Can you repeat your comment about the beginning of the song? Like the sickest guitar thing ever. Like it's just like she, whoever it is, just rips on a guitar before it begins. Oh, I love that. I'm so glad. These are different words. Yeah, they. I mean, th- some of the words seem similar, but yeah, they seem to have changed some of the words in Absolute Destiny Apocalypse. Oh yeah, these are different words. Like completely. But does it different sound words. the same? They have like way more like harmony and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, does it sound like the same song, just with different words, maybe? They just changed all the verse? That's interesting. It is interesting. I like all this sort of swirlingness around everything. It sort of gives that surreal feeling that we get when we watch this portion of the anime. Fog machine is cool. Very cool. I was flashing lights. I just really like... This is a great sequence. Yeah, this is really well developed, designed. I'm not really sure. I'm not super in a musical theater oh i like this set seonji says that the dueling arena is like a trick of the light it's interesting does he say that in the anime um he does say it's a mirage okay i mean i think that her ring is not the only one you know what i just noticed we didn't have to sit through seonji slapping anthe in the face you're right like that we didn't see any of that i mean maybe maybe there's one coming but we haven't yet that was in the game, too, because the game takes place sort of in this first arc as well a little bit, or similarly, anyway. And, yeah, like, we didn't have to see Seonji hit her. That, that's great. Utena just yeah, asked sure Anthe why she's doing all this, and Anthe says it's the duty of the Rose Bride, so she has to, basically. Why does the smell of roses always remind me of the past? She said something about the scent of the rose, and that's what she says in the anime, and it it's corny, and I love it. Like, was that was that from YouTube, or... Wait, is that Dios? I think that that's supposed to be Dios, yeah. It, it doesn't look... His hair doesn't look purple, but... They, like, have overlaid, so it has that ghostly effect. Yeah. Didn't before, but now I do. What's the music like right now, since I can't hear it? There's a saxophone solo. Well, that's excellent. Yeah, there's literally like a saxophone going wild in the background while she's delivering these lines. Oh, you know, I spoke too soon. Because I said that we didn't have to see Seonji slap Anthe, but then Anthe wished Utena good luck, and Seonji slapped her because he's terrible. I figured less slapping than, like, by this point in the anime. I love this Anthe. Me too. This is perfect. Perfect. The hair is perfect. Her 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 mannerism is pretty. Yeah, she really just has the body language down. Precise movements. I don't really understand, but I'll do it anyway. I relate to that so hard. Yeah, it's it's in a nutshell, honestly. In her in her in her stance. Oh, they sing the um. They sing the power Dios that sleeps within me. Oh, I love this. I'm so glad. The power to revolutionize the world. Uh, and he pulled the sword out, that bitch. (laughs) 
Sorry, that might not have been a great way to say that. I don't care. That's amazing. Oh, this sword fight is corny as hell. Yeah, there's like a screaming like in the background too, if you're curious. Why is it that a girl like you is playing the prince? What with your playing around, waving around the sword of Dios like that? And Seonji's like, oh my god, I can't believe you don't even know anything about the Sword of Dios. Oh, he slapped her again. Why did he do that? Seonji taunts Utena, calling her a prince on a white horse here to save her princess. Hours she hears the voice of her prince. Oh, is that as Dios? From the air. I can't tell with the subtitles, but oh yeah, it looks like there's Dios over there. Dios as, like, designed by, um... Dios is blonde. What the fuck? Zabu <laughs> sevenfold. Oh, okay. So interesting. I will invite you to join her. me at the end of the world. That's not something that Dio says in the anime series. I'm not sure who this is. Who is that running around Utena? Maybe like the ghost of Wakaba or something. I have no idea. Oh. This is fam. still during Seonji and Utena's fight, right? So she has her, she has to monologue first. Like Seonji's just like waiting politely. Well, Seonji understands a need to monologue. Whether it's a man or a woman, a prince is someone with strength and nobility. You fool! And then puddles, and then suddenly blackness. Suddenly, Mr. T shows up. The lights come back. Seonji is very upset that he lost, and then we get the scene from the anime where she says, I'll see you later, Seonji classmate. Master Utena, I am the Rose Bride, and I am to be yours. Come, please take my hand. Oh, I love this Anthe, I really do. Come, please take this and, life. And, and um, Utena's all like, what? All of me belongs to you. This reminds me of uh, this scene in the movie. Which we haven't gotten to watch yet, but I have seen, and you will see. Yeah, it was all like, what? Oh, there are shadowy people in the background. Whenever it pleases you, all of me belongs to you. There are lots of sh shadowy students in the background. I don't know why, but they're there being Well, being I mean, ghostly. the series uses shadow puppetry, so it sort of makes sense that a musical would try to integrate that idea as well. Flowers and stuff. Anthony's also, like, goes out of her way to talk about this th these good qualities which is interesting to me because like originally in the anime she's just sort of like i belong to you now and like she doesn't really seem to necessarily believe that it's that any different at first i guess well i think part of the difference is is that with the anime a lot of anthe's qualities come from her silence a lot of her characterization mm -hmm. is based around what she doesn't say rather than what she does and in a musical you can't really do that everybody has to sort of come out and say what it is that they want what it is that they're there for etc etc and that subtle characterization just doesn't carry in a musical so they sort of had to i i feel like they had to bring anthe's feelings that may have been considered like beneath the surface to the surface in order to be able to characterize her for a stage show oh but there's like a bitchin or r&b sax solo through this the entire scene i am so jealous that you get to hear this music and why is Dio's blonde? It is like straight. <laughs> I am unnecessarily upset that Dio's is blonde. It's like something from like a 70s sci-fi movie. Yeah, actually. Like really old. I don't think she's singing in a tenor range, actually. I wouldn't know. The scent of white roses are so differently from 
pink roses or red roses. Apparently. I don't know. Maybe they do. I don't know about roses. Me either, honestly. Yeah, Anthony's definitely stolen the show for me. And we we've we've reached the point where the thumbnail's from. Yeah. The white rose. Utena was very stone faced for a lot of that. It kind of made sense because she was just bewildered, but then it sort of got like a little more. Oh, oh, oh. Oh my god, is this Aiko and Biko? Oh my god! I'm so glad. It sounds like modern J Rock. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that they used like shadow puppets for this. Like dressed in black so that they don't like pop out very quickly. They do kind of look like like shadowy sort of. That's so cool. Uh, I love this. I love this so much. Some of this, some of this is English, actually. Really? Yeah. Every now and then, a couple of lines like you will see here sometimes, and, and like there's also sax. There's also saxophone solos. Excellent. I didn't know that you Utena needed saxophones, but like it does. Like I'll never be able to watch it again without some saxophones in the background. <laughs> like surely love is necessary. Nah, not really. It never changes. It never changes. A thornless rose. Yeah, you're gonna want to go back and watch this one. This part with sound because it's this is pretty great. Do you know? Do you know? Have you heard the news? One of my little keychains that I got because I posted on Twitter. I got this little set of Utena keychains, and I took the. Uh, I don't know if it's supposed to be Aco or Biko. I don't know which is which, but I put the keychain on my backpack. So now I have a little shadow puppet woman that goes with me when I go to school. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know the answer to this test question? Absolutely not. Utena, the victor of the duel, along with Anthe, met together in her dorm room to get acquainted with Anthe's friend Choo Choo. And Utena knew the rules behind the duels, the Rose Bride, the power to revolutionize the world, and what it meant to accept challenges to the duels. It's interesting that they translate that as Master Utena, or as an anime in the subs as Miss Utena. Yeah, actually. I feel like Master, in this sense, is an attempt to be more gender neutral, perhaps. Yeah, that would, that would make sense. Wait, Utena sort of <laughs> conflicted. Utena says she won't run away until the day comes when she understands everything. Upon which, one assumes that she will be okay with running away again. I think that's how it works. Utena says she wants to protect Anthe. Aww, uh, they touched foreheads. It's so cute. So your smile, so your smile will be unclouded. unclouded. Touches her cheek. Okay, I'll say this. The actress playing Utena is at her best when she's, like, smiling and stuff. Yeah, I feel like they have a really good dynamic, and it doesn't necessarily come through when they don't get to, like, play off of each other. Oh. <gasps> Oh my god. I'm, I know I've said it so many times, but there's like R&B sacks in the background as they're dancing. And like, I'm never going to be able to watch this again without without thinking about, about R&B sacks from every time that they're talking. They're so cute. Then I'll understand everything. But was that really such a good idea? They just really work together. Yeah, they have really good chemistry. Like, you seem so shy to be five minutes ago your smile is in my memory because of my love in the end for you so forgotten i want to protect and they meet in the middle and there are flowers everywhere Ah, it's so cute flowers everywhere and the saxophone is back and and the lighting is, is is getting brighter and it's just 
it's just really gay. Did they smooch? I can't tell. I want it to have happened, but I don't oh, think they did. I don't did. think they have. They did They're doing in my the, heart. the forehead, the forehead touch thing. They're touching foreheads, and it's so cute, and there's flowers everywhere, and I love this so much. Her little um, shoulders are scrunched up. Saxophone, saxophone sexily plays off into the distance and fades as the curtain closes. The boy genius, Miki Kaoru, and the beautiful and steadfast Juri Arisugawa. At the time of the masquerade, Utena proved to be the protector while Togo was wounded. Could he be in love with Utena? Juri, with her feelings for Toga, could never allow it. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck? What the fuck? We need to stop this show right now. Jury with her feelings for Toga? What the fuck? I don't even know. I'm very upset by this. This has ruined all of my positive feelings for this musical. <laughs> How dare they? How dare they? What the fuck? How dare they? <laughs> Whose idea was this? <laughs> and where can I find them? We have some very serious words. <laughs> How dare they? How dare I they? <laughs> I guess we have to keep going because we're halfway through. Okay, I will say one thing to mollify you. What? The. It is possible that they are talking about, like, camaraderie? No. I, I believe that. I'm so upset. I'm so mad. <laughs> How could they do this? <laughs> I don't know. Jury has never felt a single feeling for any man ever in the history of the universe. <laughs> Not once. And frankly, I will not well, stand I mean, she was kind of for this. <laughs> I will not stand for this. You're sitting. You don't know that. You can't see me right now. You're sitting? Yeah, I'm sitting. There. There you go. See? See, you're not standing for it. Jury challenges Utsuna to a duel, I guess, because she has feelings about Toga for some stupid fucking unknown reason. <laughs> How dare they? This is straight washing. <clears throat> is that is is that the like I don't think I've ever heard of that before, which is kinda of surprising actually. I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing that people say. I just said it and went with it. I feel like that should be a term though, right? Straight washing is definitely a thing that happens. <clears throat> yeah. Considering uh, I'm about to do a report on Eleanor Roosevelt this semester. Just so you know, with all these flashes, which are watch this part, yeah, um, there's lots there's of like flashing a lights. There's like a drum solo all over the place. Oh, I bet that was cool. And then, and then, I, I thinking it's Dios comes in with like a gospel gospel choir feel. Well, I mean, Dios. Yeah, like I guess that's appropriate. And there was the tinkling, then, and then there were the pedals, and then Utena Tenjo is the winner, Mister President. That was the power of Dios. Is that Toga challenging Utsuna to a duel or jury? Utsuna. I mean, I'm no, sorry, I'm Toga challenging. Okay, I was just making sure. Wait, is that who I think it is? Is that Nanami? It's Nanami! 
World Revolutionary Anonyme has made her appearance, and she's throwing a tantrum. That's good. Which is, yeah, it's pretty typical behavior. I'm glad we can get back to our roots here after that awful disservice that they did to Jury. <laughs> the injury? Shut the fuck up! Oh no, I'm hurt in a not-so-obvious way. I want to apologize for earlier. The, her stone face is actually working pretty good here, actually. Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, she's chuckling, but like otherwise, she she it seems like it kind of seems like she's not she's not really sure how to take this, and then that breaks the sort of the chuckle about it because her buds thing. Utena is giving her tragic backstory. I guess Toga has leveled up <laughs> enough to access that. <laughs> Wait, okay, so we have the figure in the background. I guess that is supposed to be young Utena. Oh, someone's singing in harmony with her. I can't tell who it is. Oh, it's the princess singing at St. Thomas. Hmm. That's kind of interesting. I like that, actually. That's a good idea, because, I mean, it's her telling the story, so that makes sense. Little one in such deep sorrow. The man from back then, he gave me a ring. He told me, if you never do lose your noble spirit. Wanting, like, shock on her face as he, like, finishes the sentence. The time shall come for us to meet once more. Why does Toga know anything about this? He should not. I know that part of his thing is that he's pretending to be the prince or whatever, but, like, he should not know that. I'm assuming it's... I don't know. I, I, either it's Dios or he just, like... Oh, okay. I think it, I think it's Dios, though. Toga invites Utena to join him at the end of the world. It's something similar to all of them, and he's just sort of guessed. No one should know those words be between the prince and I. Those who haven't lost their strength and nobility can meet that castle in the sky. That's right, Utena. Toga's not the prince. Then fade to black. Then Toga turns. Your prince is none other than me. That is a lie. And now it's 80s Sith Rock time. Okay, in the anime in the first arc, does he outright claim it? Or does he just sort of set up to where she will think it's so? I think he does say that he's her prince, or he claims that he thinks he's her prince. I believe that Though that I, happens. I, I, yeah, but I, I feel like it was sort of a I, your prince, but not necessarily like because he knows. Well, what it is is that he finds out that Utena had this prince interaction, oh, and then he thinks about the fact that they met when they were children, and he assumes that that's what that was, is as my analysis of the situation goes are these the echo Biko girls uh maybe toga says that he can become anything only in the sealed darkness known as memory only in the glint of a mere split second of creation only in the darkness waiting for the light known as tomorrow in the theater this music sounds really familiar but i can't like it the destiny apocalypse thing song thing maybe but it's not Probably it's like, but it's very close. Yeah, it's kind of like almost a reprise. Milky Way Railroad? Original. <laughs> a firefly. Shining as it's born, shines and disappears. It's born and disappears. Shocked like and confused and conflicted. Yeah, this is a weird dance sequence, and there's a lot of implied emotions going around. My star was born and then disappeared. My star is the evening star. For most of this sequence, she actually she can't seem to like get a clear view of him. Hmm. She really doesn't know if he is or not. Interesting observation. Much. Yeah, but like all, for most of it, he can't really see her effectively. 
he, they can't really see each other effectively. She is she is not having this. Toga tries to grab her hand and she pulls it away and then he grabs her and kisses her and then everything goes black. The otherworldly Anthe thought she might want to be more than like a normal girl. Utena You're not prepared asked, for what happens next. Utena asks Wakaba to make friends with Anthe. And this is Anthe. Uh, you're, you're not prepared for, for Choo Is that Choo Choo? Choo Choo is being played by a human being in a monkey suit. I'm not making that up, folks. There is a human person in a monkey suit. Wakaba is trying to tell Anthe that a normal girl has a cat or a dog. Not a monkey. Specifically a Maltese, though. Uh, I, that that Choo Choo makes me so uncomfortable. It's because he's human-sized. <laughs> yeah. Someday everybody grows up. But until then, please forgive this girl's season. As always, someday we'll all be grown up. Enjoy Wakawa. But until then, it's girl's season. I'm not sure what that means, but it seems to be a thing. Season of, of youth, I guess. I guess so. I just, I want this version of Wakawa. Like, I feel like she'd be perfect if she had like a poodle skirt. Oh my god that's the cutest thing i've ever thought of in my entire life <laughs> she's just got like the with the bow and everything she's just like this sort of like 50s aesthetic i don't know why i have that thought but i do listen if you are an artist and you are listening to this right now and you want to be paid money to draw wakaba in a poodle skirt contact us at Utenicast, and i will pay you to draw wakaba in a poodle skirt Finally, Toga Kiryu challenged Utena to a duel. Utena told him she would refuse. Your destiny is to fight the prince within yourself. Master Utena, please fight him, I guess Anthe says, because she's the only person that calls her master. The mark of the rose truly blooms for no one. I'll be fine, and I believe that you will win. She looks so conflicted, but she'll do it. Yeah, there's so many emotions going on right now. I just really love the way that these actresses have been able to embody these characters. Power of Dios that sleeps within me. Heed your master and come forth. Castle moving in the background? Maybe? I wasn't looking. I might be paying on, but it might actually be an element that they can put down. I love their ability to actually have the sword coming out of her as like a stage trick. Yeah. Oh wow. So like, okay, happening like over, like basically, I'm playing over a speaker while she is doing this. Utan is questioning why she continues to do these duels. Is it to protect Anthe? If she doesn't fight, even for her sake, is she really a prince? Propel yourself, Utana Tinjo. Oop! I think that they messed up the timing on that light. Maybe seems to be flower petals. I guess that's supposed to mimic the flower being cut from somebody's breast as happens in the anime. Utena says she lost? It's over, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it over? Oh, this is sort of like the end of the first arc where Utena loses and Toga gets Anthe for like an episode. Just like reveals, yeah, I was just like messing with you, so like. Toga straight up admits that he's not Utena's prince, I guess. Her, her expression was cold. Utena looks so upset. Not gonna be a happy song. And underneath this, there's like a rolling snare. It sounds like a like a. The flowerless rose that no one loved. Aww. 
Though I feel it, my feelings don't reach. Though I swore to, I can't protect you. Though I pray, my prayer isn't granted. The flowers rose for whom tomorrow never comes. I'm pretty sure this is the, yeah, it's the whole student council because there's Nikki this blue and black on the far right. Yeah, that is the student council, isn't it? I can't tell if the one on the far left is, is, is... They are, though. Where did they come from? We have more ensemble joining the chorus, I guess. And there's, above them all, the young Utena ghost. Maybe Utena is a ghost. I don't know. They're all fucking ghosts. Everything's fake. That's my new headcanon, that, that Utena is actually a ghost the whole time. The universe is an illusion. Reality is a hologram. Bye, gold. Bye. And Return of the Sacks, blaring over Uthana's despair. The flowerless rose that no one loved. Do you no longer love me, Anthony? As that episode was, but like it, it does have, it does remind me of all those feelings. Oh, my heart, my <laughs> poor gay heart can't take this. And then fades to black. She cries out Anthe's name and it fades to black. Utena, now without Anthe, was completely heartbroken. She went to school in a girl's uniform. At school, the word was quickly out about Utena's transformation. Yeah, I guess this is like the end of the season. Yeah, apparently they just, they cut out, um, and that one with, um... Well, they cut out a lot of the first season in adapting this, and I don't think that that's necessarily a bad idea, even if it does result in less characterization no. for the rest of the student council. Though I do think that would explain the mangling of jury's motivations. Yeah, that doesn't mean I like it. It does. Now that I think about it, it makes sense why that happened. It makes sense, it but it's it. still stupid, and I hate it. I'm not saying wrong. Utena is singing a song about. What girls want. She should know that because that's and what she is. I... <laughs> Just like in the anime, like, I have a hard time recognizing her. Like, oh, that is Utena. Kind of they bring back the phrasing of girls season from the song that Wakaba was singing. Speaking of Wakaba, she shows up and she's very upset that Utena is not acting like Utena. Oh, dear. Toga goes to kiss Utena, and Wakaba's like, That's my boyfriend, bitch! Wakaba's... Wakaba, my baby. Upset. This isn't the real you, Utena, she says. Utena, I've lost you. Wakaba, wait! Though it is nice to see that Utena like, goes after Wakaba earlier yeah. than before. Well, in the anime, things are a little more drawn out. You have to sort of condense yeah. things for this. Yeah, it's almost a little more like just catatonic for the first like half of that episode. Anthe says something about Master Utena while she is alone on the stage with a spotlight on her and she's clutching her heart. My heart grows hot for the first time. Something that was once frozen is melting. Oh, oh I'm having feelings. Are you going to make it? No. Tears forgotten behind my eyelids. It's just, it's, it's, it's good. Waver in my eyes at your word. I like that this has given Anthe some more emotion. Like I said, because they sort of have to. Because the subtlety of her silence can't really come across in a stage musical. But she just wants Utena to hold her just one more time. She wants oh, to see her kindness. 
Let me lean on your shoulder. Oh, that was so even know. Oh. Obtain your happiness. The nobility there's, to fight against your loneliness. There's just soft pianos everywhere. And yeah, what's the music like right now? It's it's like a soft, jazzy piano ballad. Now I can be to myself. It. I want the you to stairs. protect me. Just hold me. I'm not gonna make it. I'm very emotional right now. There she is. It's an overall. This whole song feels like something like it, it feels like a jazz club, like a sad jazz club of sadness and, and and pain. Let me lean on your shoulder because you are my only, my only prince. It's Anthony's Lonely Hearts Jazz Club. Oh my god. And I'm not even joking because now there's like a startup with drums and sax and like it is straight up like Uthana has become a jazz club with Lonely Hearts. Why did Akio just show up? We didn't even introduce him at all. Uthana was just like, Akio, what should I do? But like we haven't been introduced to Akio yet. We don't even know who Maybe he is. Maybe she just knows him. Well, that's dumb and weird. Don't you ever yell names to the sky and, and people come and talk to you? Oh, right. Of course. That thing that everyone experiences. Cigarette? Yeah, I think it is. Love someone forever. It is definitely Akio, because she said his name. No, like, I'm sure that cigarette is on the right hand. Oh, I I can't really see it. Oh, on stage, is way cooler. He's got, like, carried around his, 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 his um leather jacket. Oh, and yeah, that is a cigarette, isn't it? It looks kind of Michael Jackson-y. A little bit, almost. Yeah, I definitely see that. Akio, stage Akio is cooler than regular Akio. Anything is cooler than regular Akio. High heels, though. Mm, damn, it works. girl. Akio would wear high heels. Probably, that's true. Almost definitely. I can't tell if this is the same actor that does the else. Huh. Yeah, I can't tell either. Because like the register is different, but she could just be singing in a different, you know? Well, I can't hear it, so I can't tell, but that would be interesting if they did get them to be played by the same actor, because we brought that up in the clip show about how they have such similar voices. Akio gives Utena her prince uniform back again, I think, is what he just gave her. Toga Kiryu. It's time to do There it is. And we have the insane, like, seven-minute guitar jimmy van halen whatever eddie van halen um guitar the drums and then the absolute destiny apocalypse it's the same song as the anime right except that they added like a sick eddie van halen intro well you have to jazz it up a little to bring it to the stage i actually like this version of the song better i'll definitely have to listen to it after this is over it was cool but they added um a lot like it's easier to hear the um chorus and so you can hear the parts a lot better Chick that plays Toga is hot. Yeah, they. I gotta say though that they definitely need to work a little bit on their stage fencing. Yeah, that's honestly the only problem I have had so far, aside from the shit with Jerry having feelings for Toga, is that the fencing seems. It, I mean, it looks like you're watching someone pretend to fence rather than watching someone who is fencing. She's holding the blade with the on the on the on the edge. Ouch. Oh, yeah, she would have a, a cut on her hand. Uh, keep holding on to the end. Yeah, that's going to be about three seconds. And then she's going to bleed out. Even if I get hurt, I must protect my pride and protect Anthe. They were just, like, holding their swords, and they just ran past each other. Like, no attempt to actually hit each other in any way. You just didn't see it. It was too fast. Oh, of course. Well, it's just not possible. Master Utena. The bells in the background. Oh, my baby's back together again. Ah, 
so happy. Is it just me, or is everything around them kind of look like black and white? Yeah, actually. Thank you for your courage. Thank you for your tears. Thank you for your victory. Thank you for your smile. Aww. I'll keep winning for keep you forever. Forever! I'll always believe in your victory. Yeah, like, that that's weird. Utena says she'll the black and white forget effect? her true self again. And Anthe says she has the heart she regained. Where? Devoted body and soul. They'll keep on living. My friend the saxophone returns. You know who of, wasn't like, punctuating in this? Who? You know who wasn't in this, Josh? Who? The stopwatch. Like, Mickey barely appeared. Exactly. It does better or worse that there was no stopwatch. I'm gonna say worse because it means I can't use the cool new stopwatch music that I had someone make for us. Sure have plenty of opportunities. <laughs> you know what he said when asked about that stopwatch? Hmm. It contained all the secrets of the world. Yeah, I believe that. Fucking Ikahara. What? So that's it then, Akio says to Toga, and flower petals fall around Anthe and Utena as they embrace lovingly, and the curtains close. There's still and then there's clapping. a minute left of this video. Oh, it just has credits, I guess. Eyes of, of Utena's first song, wow, she wants to be a prince. Oh, okay, cool, great. So that was an experience. That was an experience. How did you feel about that? I liked most of it. I liked most of it. Um, is that we're mad about? I mean, I think we were both pretty not happy with um, jury. Only because it's wanna, terrible. Like, I don't want to like don't don't want to like that at that moment. Um, that took you a while to get over. Because <laughs> it was terrible. How dare they? How dare they? Like twenty times. <laughs> um, that aside, the music is pretty good. It's without without like soothing, sexy, sensual R and B jazz saxophone in the background. Again, like that's just not going to happen because I'm always going to have that now. Feels like um, a good choice for a stage version of this show. Yeah, actually, um, most of the music was pretty good. Um, acting wise, most of it was pretty great. Was there a character that you felt like was maybe not on top of their game as far as acting went? <laughs> The actress playing Utsuna had a couple of scenes where she was not really up to par. Yeah, I feel like the actress playing Utsuna did a good job. I feel like the rest of the cast was a lot better at emphasizing the emotions that they were feeling in a way that comes across very clearly in a stage show. Yeah, like... It wasn't that she was bad. Um, I think she was like, just was going of... for more of a subtle approach to the character, which would be fine if we were doing, like, a movie. But since this is a musical, you kind of have to, like, dial it up a little. She she's really she really kind of focused on the um, sort of the, fo- the determ- <laughs> determined, not determinate, that's a dumb, that's not a word, determined, um, serious, Utana. And um, it mostly works. It's a little, She's a little stone-faced about it at times. Otherwise, I mean, singing was pretty decent. I have to give it an F because there's no Mickey. Um, <laughs> and seeing as how Mickey is the most important, um, it is revolutionary. Uh, it is revolutionary girl Mickey, after all. 
Oh, of course. Um, that is, is the name of the show is. that we are watching for this podcast. The titular character. Like, I know that we named it because we like Utsuna, but like, I mean, he is the most important character. It's kind of like how Mad Max was named after Max, but it was really Furiosa's movie. Like, this, this show just, it's <laughs> named after Utsuna, but Mickey is the real star. I was a little sad that, that he didn't get much of a part, but that being said, putting aside the horrific mangling of jury's motivations and character um the actress playing jury did really well yeah actually i thought that she got a lot of jury's personality across even if they changed her character in fundamental ways that i disagree with i feel like with what she was given the actress playing jury did a really good job and i also feel like you know they did a really good job in capturing her physically with like the hair like you could definitely tell like oh this character is supposed to be seonji because you know his his hair is curled in a certain way and this character is supposed to be toga because this is how toga is supposed to look and this character is supposed to be jury because she has her ringlets yeah, like the other thing. Okay, speaking of Sandra, I would like to come back to that. Yes. Bit about how he speaks. It reminds me of now that I think about it, Sandra in the anime to a lesser extent. Sandra here reminds me of a movie called Ron, which I've never is heard of bas- it. It's basically I'm not 100, percent but it's basically King Lear with samurai. Um, hmm. Great. It's one of the best movies ever. But I say that because of the, the sort of delivery of these lines um, very much reminded me of the samurai from Ron and how they it's a very forceful, like rhythmic cadence where it's uh, like, kind of like there's almost a crisp military martialness to it. And that like it, and I, I'm reading between the lines. I mean, it, I can kind of see that in, in normal Seoji in the first arc when he's sort of in um, I'm cool, badass Seoji mode. <laughs> and before he is brought low, um, he does have that sort of cadence where he is very, it's very much a measured, um, his lines come out, ru- sort of a rush of words, like to that. The most of the, just about all the actual acting otherwise pretty decent. Anthony was the best. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I feel like Anthony, the actress playing Anthony, was definitely the star of the show. Definitely had the best acting and the best just interpretation of the character. Because Anthony is a very subtle character in the anime. There's no denying that. And being able to take such a subtle character and making her a little bit... I don't know, like, emotionally larger. I'm trying to come up with, like, a way to phrase that that doesn't sound stupid, but that's about what I came up with. Like, I feel like... I think of two ways to describe it, I think. I feel like her ability to transcend the subtlety of Anthe as an anime character was really great, and... I actually, I'm. I think that I might watch more of these musicals, depending on how good they are. I would have to look into it and see if they are available with English subtitles because I don't know Japanese. But I was pleasantly surprised by how much I liked a lot of this musical. It was a lot less corny than I expected it to be, even if it was still pretty corny. And I just, it was, it was good. It was a good effort to take this story and adapt it to the stage. And I feel like that's admirable because that's what they set out to do. So, you know, I feel like they did it well. Yeah. I mean, overall, overall, this is pretty great. I was impressed by how it starts really, really corny. 
and then you get to the student council and they actually managed to to knock some of the corniness off and actually keep it all for a while and that was actually kind of neat the only thing i don't like and this is not necessarily a fair complaint but it's a complaint i'm gonna make anyway the one thing that i don't really like is that they had to skip over a lot of what happened in the first season because they basically Mm -hmm. adapted like the first couple of episodes and then the last couple of episodes and I feel like even though there would have been no way to succinctly get across the entire plot of the first season it just felt so I don't know it felt so quick and reduced in comparison which isn't necessarily a bad thing because the you know every episode is a little bit repetitive so sometimes it can feel like the original series needed a little bit of reducing but it just seemed like everything happened in the stage musical very quickly yeah like they cut out the middle um and the middle is a lot of where the anthony and yutsuna doing stuff being being friends and and getting closer and all that kind of stuff happens in the part they cut out yeah and it was like, I understand why. Like, if they had included it, it would have, it would have stretched it to like Shakespearean no edits proportions. Yeah, that was sort of my point. Was that I know that yeah. there's no way to feasibly get everything and it not be like a million years long. But we know what your real complaint is. That they made jury a straight person. No, 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 no. Well, hey, you don't know. Okay, potentially bisexual person. There you go. Now, the real worst thing, worse than that, is summed up by this comment, if I can find it again, by Nick in the comments that says, okay, but is anyone going to talk about Choo Choo? Because... Right, I was going to bring that up. What the actual goddamn human fuckery was that? Why couldn't they have had a stuffed animal or some shit? Why did they have to have a human in a monkey suit for just several inconsequential seconds? <laughs> he just he does a whole he's doing a whole dance with with Anthony in the background. Like Choo Choo's inclusion and I love Choo Choo. I'm looking at my Choo Choo keychain right now and thinking about how much I love Choo Choo as a character. But (laughs) Choo Choo's inclusion in this musical was superfluous and uncomfortable and why did they have to have a human person playing this monkey? Why did they do that? I'm... uh, Why? Can we just agree that that was the worst pursuit ever? You know what? You know what? That, yeah, that was even worse than making Jury not a lesbian. That was fucking terrible. Oh, Oh, I can't breathe. That was fucking terrible, and I cannot believe that I witnessed it with my own two goddamn eyeballs. (laughs) That is the worst thing I have ever seen in my life. That's not true, but I'm going to pretend it is for the sake of this bit. Yeah, like, I mean, it's pretty close. That was just bad. That was just why? Why? I got to look farther down the thing. I was like, oh, I just knew immediately that this was not going to go well for you. Whose idea was this? And where can I find them? Show yourself. Pretty sure. It was the same person who decided, and like, I'm pretty sure, like, but now that they've included that, I'm going back and like, are we sure that that was never a thing? Because I'm just like, I'm just so flabbergasted by it. 
Did we just did we just remember her wrong? No, it was not. Jury having feelings for Toga was never a thing in the show, having seen it twice now, because I would have complained about it on this show if it had been a thing. Let's be real here. I just... Listeners, if you can think of a single second of the anime that genuinely implies that Jury has some sort of romantic, jealous feelings for Toga, write in and tell me I'm wrong. But as far as I'm aware, this only exists in this musical adaptation of the anime. Yeah, like, please do, because, like, I, I, I feel as if, like, that I, I, I know it's wrong, but suddenly I can't remember. wrong. It's just, it, it, it's, it's, why? I am 100% certain that like, why this is does it, not why happen it, in the why anime. Why did it happen? Because they had to condense things and give Jury a character motivation without including Shiori and shit. Because it would have been too long okay, to fair. include Shiori, which is fair, I guess. But fuck! If I anybody mean, is in love with Toga, it's Seonji, okay? You can't disagree with me because it's true. It's 100% true. It is canon. It is the canon of the show that Seonji is in love with Toga. It's just, like, it is so obvious. I don't even know. I, like I like it, it. It amazes me the idea that like anybody could watch this and not think that Seonji's hung up all over Toga. There are people who think Toga is a great character and who think that he is like handsome or cool or something. And I don't understand those people, and I do not relate to them in any way. And they confound me beyond all human understanding. I mean, I can kind of see, uh, is he an interesting character? Yeah, kind of. Sure, he's interesting, but like... Between the lines, good then yeah, like there, or, there's a lot of stuff, but like, good, no. Husbando material? Absolutely not. One of those in this whole show. <laughs> That's Mickey. Mickey is the only show. pure Husbando in all of Utena. He's the, he's the one. Oh, Gosh. man. I guess, okay, so we finished... Do we have any? Do we have any thoughts? Do we have any things that we need to say other than everything that we've said already? Anything we've said already? Um, not that I can think. So. Not that I can think of. Me either. Honestly, I enjoyed this except for the parts of it that were stupid. That is still blowing my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that they did this. How dare I can't they? Believe you found this. How dare they? This is homophobic. Okay, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. I was making a joke, but also that, well, we can save that for an off-air discussion, maybe. I don't want to have to talk about that on the air and then have people respond to it because I was just making a joke. It did happen. There are no jokes in space, Fully so you can't joke here. luxury space lesbianism. If it has been said, there's a shirt of it, which means there's a shirt that says that now. And one day I will own it. Okay, yeah, this was good. This was an experience. I only hated a little bit of it. <laughs> Which is the best thing you could say about anything. Yeah, honestly, I liked this way more than Ghost in the Shell, which I saw last night. Which makes me sad because I wanted it to be good anyway. Just because I love Ghost in the Shell and it's my one of my favorite movies. We should go see Ghost in the Shell, Josh. We should go see Ghost in the Shell. We'll have an IRL Imagine Me and Utena meetup to go see Ghost in the Shell. And we can complain about it together. 
I'm sure you have a nice theater in your nice town that mandates everything be built in brick. In brick, it is actually more of a temple than a theater, just like how our, our Walmart and our Kroger's are temples um, to the gods of wealth. But no, um, it is, it, it's not, it doesn't have the cool seats like yours does, but it is very big. Oh, well, if it doesn't have the cool seats, then you should come to Hattiesburg because that's the the prime way to see a movie is in comfortable reclining seats. Sounds good to me. I guess that's it for this. I liked this and I will watch more of them even if I'm only mad about a little bit of it and part of that being mad about it has to do with the fact that they had Choo Choo played by a human being. <laughs> Which just Let that haunt your dreams. Continues to be inexplicable to me. <laughs> for soon ever. If you have opinions about this musical in any way, shape, or form, you can contact us at UtanaCast on Twitter, where I moderate our Twitter account and I respond to things when people say them to us, and I tweet about Utana things, and I post pictures that friends send me that are related to Utana, and it's, it's a good time over there on the Twitter account. You should join in if you're not already following us if you want to follow me personally you can do that at mpandonata josh you have a twitter account what's your handle it is at lyrewolf l-y-r-e-w-u-l-f follow josh and tweet at her because she will probably tweet back at you if you do that i'll be very excited i will tweet at you if you want to follow us on Tumblr, you can do that at imagineandutana.tumblr.com, where I reblog fan art and screen caps and people talking about Utana in general, because it would just be boring if I only posted when we have episodes. Uh, if you have any questions, if you have any uh, opinions about the things that we have said or that we do say, or things that we will say because you're from the future and you know what I'm going to say before we do, you can email us at imagineandutana at gmail.com if you want to be a guest on this show to come on and talk about Utana, you could probably do that if you just said, hey, I like Utana and I want to talk about it and I own a microphone because Josh and I are pretty amenable. I haven't mentioned this at all to Josh personally, the idea of having other guests. But, you know, if you want to come Both talk to us, we'd love to talk to you. We like talking to people and we like talking about Utana. That's why we do it every week mostly so yeah revolutionize yes. the world everybody basically see you later